hopes on being here beyond uh, the last day of the season. He, he could go gung ho. I mean, he's one of those managers. Like you know, I don't, I don't think because of the situation. If we were playing another mid-table game, he might want to go and throw four or five youngsters in there. But because yeah. of the situation, if we did that, I think that the teams around Sunderland might have something to say about that. So I don't think he's going to, you know, completely go off script and, and do anything bonkers. Um, and he'll always play your key players. You know, I, I would be surprised if Pedro wasn't playing. I'd be surprised if Loser wasn't playing. He has dropped Saar. Mm. He might do that. But really, it's, you know, that even the players on the bench, they've all had a taste of action and none of them done particularly well in the last few weeks. So I, I think, you know, he, he's always said that every game there is something to play for, even when you, you know, you are only playing for points and pride. Because in his view, every game is an opportunity to impress to play well, to cement your place in the team. So that's his thoughts. The problem has been that his thoughts haven't always been mirrored in the performances. So, you know, what he said before a game and the sort of rollickings that you're talking about, he's handing out afterwards, have had minimal effect on the performances, which sort of suggests, you know, the players have, they've obviously looked at it and worked out at Watford, you know, that managers come and go. And if results aren't good, it won't be them that loses their job. It's the manager. And there is a little bit of a feeling like that now that, you know, they're, they're marking time. They want to get through to the end of the season. So, you know, I, it sounds very vague and a bit unprofessional, but I've no idea what's going to happen on Saturday with the team selection, the formation or the performance. You know, the, you're right. The, the pressure's off. But then we haven't really had much pressure on recently anyway, and we still haven't performed. So mm. who knows? Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's quite a hard one to predict as well. Because now, obviously, some are right back in that playoff conversation and and they have to win really to to keep their spot in the top six but just on team i, I, think, news, the yeah. I think the atmosphere joe could be really key because yeah big you know, crowd what, Watford, watford's players haven't tended to perform particularly well in tricky atmospheres so we didn't do very well at millwall which isn't the biggest right. stadium but it's intense um we did particularly badly at luton where you're you know the fans are right on the top of the pitch yeah. and it was our rivals and they made a lot of noise and you could see some of ours going back into their shell from the minute they stepped out on the pitch. You know, you're talking, I know, you know, there's some chance of it being 45,000 on Saturday. Mm. You won't be able to hear ours. You know, if you get some noise going and you get a goal up early, then, I, you know, I, I, I'm not seeing where the spirit and character is going to come from that would drag Watford back into it. Watford's main hope is that you don't score early and, you know, get a bit of frustration, maybe a bit of nerves around the stadium. Mm. But, you know, I, I think, you know, it all, all points to if, you, if Sunderland do what they can do with the crowd behind them, that, you know, everything else points towards you taking the points. Mm. Yeah, Sunderland fans will be happy to hear that because it is such a big game now that the, the win over West Brom last weekend, as I said, has put them right back up to, to sixth in the table. But just on Sunderland have got a lot of injuries coming into this game. I was just having a look at Watford's players that are unavailable as well. It looks like they've got quite a lot of injuries as well, quite a lot of long-term as well. So what is kind of the latest team news coming into the game? Um, those, those players that you're talking about have been injured a while. Um, like some of them, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, in, term, in terms of fresh injuries, there's not any that I'm aware of. We had one or two. So we had an under-21s game on Monday. Um, we had a couple of senior players playing that. Um you know, it'll be it'll be roughly the same squad, maybe with one or two of the, as I say, the academy players that have been knocking on the door added in. You couldn't point to injuries. We Earlier in the season, around Christmas time, we could use injuries as an excuse. We had 16 players out. But right. around that time, we also went and won at Norwich when we were literally down to the last 18 people who could walk. So 
you know, it's it, it, there's no there's no way you could offer it injuries as an excuse. We've got a good enough squad. We've got nearly all our key players. What we haven't got maybe is is the leadership of a Cleverly or a Gosling that would have come in handy. But you know, even with those on the pitch, the individual performances game by game, you know, I don't think anyone could have changed it. It's this is a you know a ship that's been sailing in the same direction for a while, and you know, there's been nothing to turn it around. Mm-hmm. Just finally, Andrew, we just usually finish by asking our guests how you think the game is going to go, and just for a quick score prediction. For Saturday's match, um, you probably detected in some of my answers that I'm not coming there full of confidence. Mm. Um, I, I can't see beyond a home win. I really can't. Uh, if if you don't score early and you get frustrated and there's a bit of nervousness, then then maybe. But on what I've seen and looking at you know what Sunderland are doing and you're coming into a bit of form at the right time, notwithstanding the fact your home record isn't all that, I I, I would think you know. 2-0 Sunderland would be mm. where I'd be heading. Yeah, I was edging towards 2-0 as well, just from listening to what you're saying, that I think the crowd could play a big part as well. I think, you know, it's going to be probably maybe a sellout crowd and thinking back to that playoff game that Sunderland had against Sheffield Wednesday last season when they got promoted from League One, this almost feels like a bit of a playoff game for Sunderland because it is kind of now to that stage where every game is, there's so much importance riding on it and if Sunderland can win and then be in a good position going into that last day, it's in their hands to finish in the playoffs. So uh, I'm edging towards a, a Sunderland win. But as we said before, it's, it is quite hard to predict. And the pressure is off Watford now. Um, and they have yeah. got that quality in the squad. Sunderland's so. always a stadium. Even when Watford were doing better in the Premier League, it was always mm. a hard stadium to go to, I felt, simply mm. because of the noise and the number of people there. Um, and, you know, you very rarely hear your own fans. I think that'll make a massive difference on Saturday. You know, just because you've got something to play for and we haven't. You know, I don't think we'll bring more than 600. Um, you know, you, you will dominate in terms of noise, and yeah, I think that that could be the key if you can get your players going early. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. of course, I'll probably set myself up now for a famous away win, and everyone will say I was a you know, yeah. Mr. Negative, but I'm I'm just trying to be re- reflect what I've seen, and yeah, I, I, two, two nil Sunderland would be what I'd go. Mm-hmm. Well, Andrew, thanks a lot for joining us on the latest episode of the Raw podcast, and if uh, you like what we do. Here at the Sunderland Echo, you can uh, consider subscribing on our YouTube channel or wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh, you can leave a review on there. For the latest SAFC news, you can head over to the SAFC section of the Sunderland Echo website. You can find the thoughts of Sunderland boss Tony Mowbray and we'll have more build-up ahead of Saturday's match at the Stadium of Light when Sunderland take on Watford. We'll also have post-match reaction and analysis throughout the weekend. So once again... Thanks a lot for listening to the Raw Podcast.